What's up, what's up, y'all? It's your host with the most will have a toast, and welcome to the Fire League of Sports Podcast. We have a Villanova Radio episode. We gotta talk about this bench, man. We gotta talk about this bench. Um, You know, it's a lot to say. Uh, people always gotta down Chris Archer Diagono, man. I don't, I don't know. They don't have anything good to say about him. Oh, I mean, Villanova fans, that's how you gotta know that you know, people like, oh, Villanova, you know, you hear some people in, some people in Philadelphia, Villanova is not part of Philly. They're 30 minutes off the main. Villanova is, that's that's what makes it so crucial. You know, it's, like, it's like Upper Darby or Mount Airy. But, you know, it's still it's still Philadelphia person. There's no doubt, part of Philadelphia. I don't care what you say, that people are crazy. <laughs> like, because the fans come out and talk crazy all the time. Chris Archidiacono shot 38% from three last year, man. Like, okay, I know he wasn't supposed to start. I didn't agree with that either. You know, I, I, I just didn't think. I don't know. And, and, and Neptune, that's why I say y'all crazy to think that Neptune did a bad job. He had to really readjust. He had to find who was this player. That should have let y'all know when Archie Diacono started. Like, okay, Neptune's trying to find, figure out this team. He's trying to figure it out. Neptune had to go in there. Remember, just remember why, his, why this 2023 class has one commit. You know what I mean? They talk about three-star, which is disrespectful. You can't talk about three-stars no more until they got Kyle Gillespie and he turned out to be what he is. You can't talk about – if they have a whole class of three-stars, you can't talk about it. Okay, uh, so um, – but, no, they um, they they had to focus on the 2022 class. How hard that was trying to get the 2022 class back? That 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 was very important because they didn't just think if they didn't have that class and they went and recruited a bunch of freshmen <laughs> for 2023, but they don't got the 2022 class. That's, they was about to leave. They would have had to focus on 2022 before 2023, so they had to sacrifice. But in turn, in 2023, what they did was keep their name hot on the recruiting trail. You know, everybody knew Wright was gone. You think recruits didn't know Wright was gone? He was the he was the main, you know, really in peace. And then Neptune had just came back. He wasn't recruiting for Villanova. Howard just came back. He wasn't recruiting for Villanova. This was a whole nother team. They didn't even have the faces that bring recruits in or keep them there. They didn't have that. You know, Anderson and Nardi are good, but they're not those guys. They didn't, they're not those guys. So Neptune, Jay Wright, Anderson, Nardi as a collective, as a collective, had to keep the 2022 class there. So a lot of people are just disrespectful. So once again, Chris Archidiacono is going to be a shooter, smart player, makes the smart plays, make the right passes. He's not spectacular. He's not going to fill this, but he's going to make, listen, he's had games where he hit the double figures. He had big games. He had big games, man. Like, straight up. And so, okay. That's one guy. That's one guy. We also go to... Who else we can talk about? 
Okay, who else? The big guys I want to talk about with the bench. It's Jordan Longino. The big guys I want to talk about with the Villanova bench is Jordan Longino and Brendan Housen. Like, this is deadly. Nobody, it's like, it's like nobody saw nothing good out of last year. Brendan Housen came in as a freshman and hit 44% from three. He was hitting three-pointers so long. His range is so, I've never seen a player with the range that Housen has. His range is unbelievable. Like, he's confident. And he's not afraid to drive in on you. Like, he's going to be a real good player, man. He's, he's When he gets his time to start, which he should, He's going to be a real good player. Um, but off the bench, to have somebody like that, that's somebody that deadly. Like, who's going to guard someone like that? You know, your unit or whoever you got. Who's going to be prepared to go into the playbook as a coach and recognize and, and, and be aware of a guy coming off the bench that can hit that long shot? As a sophomore. So, a couple, it's going to be a lot of games where coaches are going to be like, oh, man, we forgot about this guy. Oh, man. But – you know, it's going to be in between the season. You know, you're going to, he's going to be – some coaches are going to be aware of who he is, but it's going to be hard because Longino. Longino can score. Yeah, y'all talk about whatever injuries you try – like the, the Villanova fans will focus on all the bad before you recognize what did, good he did. I mean, that's why I don't listen to some Villanova fans because Trey Patterson played – that's another guy we're going to talk about. He played – oh, my gosh, well below 10 minutes a game. No matter, no matter when he got in for 10 minutes, that's not enough to be anything. If you get 10 minutes, he used to get in, you know, times when they were blowing teams out and he showed you things. He showed you things from last year, the year before when he gets in, he gives you a layup, the way he cuts to the basket, the way he posts you up, he can hit the three. He can make a great pass. I even put some, um, shout out to Nova shot work, you know, network, Nova shot network. They, uh, do some good, you know, clips instead of y'all just watching the whole game. Because if you watch the whole game, yes, where is Trey Patterson going to set up and score 20, whatever, 10, whatever? Everybody in there when he's in there is trying to, you know, just keep it, keep it solid. And you got to spread the ball around. You can't like, you know, you he's not in there enough minutes. I'm just breaking it down to people who are not intelligent enough to realize <laughs> this is all I'm doing. I help everybody. A person that is not in there with an average, I'm talking about an average of under seven minutes. It's unbelievable for people or eight minutes to give a person that much. How much does he get the ball? When Longino was in there, yeah, it's even when Colin was in there and you saw good stuff out of Colin Gillespie when he's a freshman, that's not enough to judge him if he's going to be, you know, uh, good or bad. It's just good to see good out your you know, short minutes. I mean, look how Villanova felt about Lance Ware. They talked all that mess about, this is guy that talked all that mess about Trey Patterson because he did, well, he didn't show to them. But Lance Ware, his minutes, he was always active around the basket, uh, trying to score. Uh, he was always a, a defensive presence, a rebounder. Like, he was always around, like he was always active. Showed you way more than Trey did, and now y'all don't think. And this guy was a high recruit, just like Trey was. And you mean to tell me, even they, they, they're not even, it's Villanova fans who are like, oh, this guy's not all that. This guy was rated above Hunter Dickinson in the, in the doggone rankings. It's unbelievably crazy.
Most rankings, he was over Dickinson. And truthfully speaking, the only thing Dickinson has over him is the ability to shoot free throws and the ability to shoot threes now. I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm just keeping it unbelievably 100%. The Villanova fans a little bit. And I think after, and it's crazy, Villanova's been winning for so many years, and then as soon as they get Neptune, who they've been knowing uh, as an assistant, not all Villanova, it's, it's not even the majority of Villanova. Um, it's, it's, it's people who are so down on Neptune. After one year, you knew him. What kind of respect did you have for a man? He got you to seven. It could have been five games below 500. He got at least got him to seven, you know, um, 500 through everything he had to deal with. And the whole massacre. That's what I call it. It's like a, it's like a, Jay Wright was gone. It hurt everybody. So at the top of everybody hurt, it wasn't, it wasn't a, a, a farewell tour where everybody could let it set in, where you knew he, he probably would have contacted, you know, Neptune, let it set into him, you know. Neptune would have known about the tour, boom. Or maybe he called Neptune before, like, listen, I'm gonna get, I'm, I'm retired. Did, did Neptune know? Well, we don't know that. What we know is that it was all sprung up on him. He had to put his his uh, recruiting. Now you're coming from another university to put your recruiting swagger down for this program and save a, Come on, man, y'all have got to. Like, I definitely had some things that I got to be with y'all. I mean, one time. I was, he had to coach him a certain way. And then he did that, though. Everything you wanted him to do, I thought he could do. He did that. He did that to the highest of his capability. When I had the podcast talking about, man, he got to do this. They got enough players. He did it. And he made him fight to the end. But this wasn't his team to really be productive. It wasn't. It takes a real special, you know, it's a little bit of luck. But it takes a special coach. And, and Neptune, he's not that special coach. It takes a, listen, you coming into a whole other team, and you and you hoping that usually works when these guys and then the system that you got is similar to your system and the guy that you have is similar to any of the guys you would get, and it, and it works. But these wasn't his guys. So now we go to the bench and we talk about Longino, what he will do. It's going to be hard to plan for Longino and Housing coming off the bench on units when you got the first starting five. But then there's the other the other guy. I said nine. I said four people off the bench. It's another guy. Hakeem Hart or Bamba will be on the bench. And either Hakeem Hart starts at the small forward position, gives Villanova an all-around player because very underrated passer, all-around player, um, both ends of the floor, impact, can shoot from the outside, guy that can hit 20 to 30 on you if you want him to. But he's more of an all-around player. Uh, so Bamba could be on the bench, but let's just see how that goes. Bamba will either come off and back up Hart and then play some guard, you know. You know, you can back up a lot of different positions, you know, to the side. Same thing with, with Hart. Hart can play guard. They might even have him play some one, play some three, play some four off the bench. You know, you come in for your ball. He can come in for a ball handler. He can come in for a power for the 6'8 side. He can come in for a small forward. He can come in for a shooting guard because he can shoot. So that could make him a crazy asset off the bench. Crazy. But Bomba, you know, he got two positions he can come in, make his make his presence known. 
You know, so if they decide to do that, so it's definitely going to be one or the other. You put Bomb on the bench, you got another killer with Longino and House, and all of them can score, score it up, like light it up. But if you put Hart on the bench, now you got a, a facilitator. And I, and I was talking one time about the people that could come in for Hart. You know, you put Longino, you put Housing. Um, and this could be a lineup. Maybe a lineup, if you put him at small for Trey Patterson, let's get on Trey Patterson. Also, Eric Dixon can be at the five, nothing but shooters. People say, not a shooter. Man, Trey Patterson can hit that three. You put him, he can hit that three-pointer. He's a three, he can hit that three. That is part of his game. He can hit that three-pointer. He's all-around player. He can pay. It's crazy that Villanova don't even know what they got. Villanova fans don't even know what they got. It's just that Patterson was caught in the coaching change. If Wright was here that year, Wright, Patterson would have got so much more time. It's a lot of people, listen, he would have got so much more time playing. I believe Njoku would have got more time, just a little bit more time, because, listen, he stuck with his guns and who was productive. Dixon was super productive, the most productive player they had. So he stuck with him. It wasn't like he's trying to flirt with, oh, can I put this guy in? He don't even know these guys. Right knew him. Right, recruiting Njoku so early. Patterson, too. Patterson was the youngest man in Hoops Mania. He recruited him at like 15 years old. 14, 15 years old. Had him at Hoops Mania. The youngest member there. So, you know, you know he always recruits people real early. Like, he, you know, Kyle Gillespie was a guy. It was late. But before anybody knew who, who how good he was, Jay Wright did. Anybody recognized how good he was? Jay Wright did. I mean, Colin is to me. If you look at mm, top five, man, Villanova Wildcats. You can you can consider him that man because he really did a lot. He was really a tough guy, and he got a ring. So what you gonna say? Like this is a this is a successful college player, you know. But um. To get back on the bench part, uh, it's going to be real hard to plan for that. You put, you can also put Hakeem Hart at the power forward position, and then say you want to uh, leave TJ Bomba in there, or you want to put Longino in there with Justin Moore and Mark Armstrong, or you want to put Archie Diakono in there. You put shooters around him, put shooters. Diakono, one thing about it, he's going to be able to hit that shot, so you don't want to leave him open. He's the type of guy. You forget about. You see all these other guys. He's gonna eat because of that. Archie Yakum's gonna eat because everybody gonna worry about everybody else. Gonna be so many different guys with the ball that can score. They're gonna pass it to Archie. Archie Diakono is gonna be wide open, <laughs> wide open. He's he's gonna be your killer, the, the forgotten killer because you're gonna mess around and say, oh, well, it's Archie Diakono, and then he's gonna hit one, and you're gonna be like, oh, then you're gonna hit another one. You're like, all right, now I gotta guard him. I forgot. I mean, then but you got all these other guys who can take you off the dribble pass the ball, pass the rock, uh, shoot, be aggressive, explosive. But now, Arthur Diakono, you're going to forget, and then by the time you know, you probably didn't hit two threes. Now you got to rush over to him to try to guard him, and somebody else is going to be open, and Arthur Diakono can pass. And you got a 6'8", Hakeem Hart. You got, um, a, say I said, T.J. Bomber or Longino at small forward, you know, a lot of people were saying, you know, I had one person say something about Dumai. Dumai could, if he goes in there and plays. One thing about Neptune, he gives you a chance or, or some run. You know, he gave all three of those freshmen run. 
all three of them, Housing, Whitmore, I've never seen that in Villanova history, where all three, listen, it, it'll be one freshman, like when Sadiq Bey got time. You know, he, he shined out, and everybody else had to fall back. <laughs> you know, like it was a different, out of all those guys, he was the lowest ranked guy and got shined. You know, it, it's it's never, it's really, even when Moore came in and did what he did, Dixon had to fall back for a minute, you know. Um, that class alone, that class alone with Robinson Earl, that was two people. That was a lot. And out that out that class, remember it was a, it was a transfer, Caleb Caleb Daniels, and then Chris Archidiakono came out that class too. You know, Archidiakono was a killer in high school. Loose to light it up. What people expected him to be, he is what he is. Three star player. He is what he is. But what he is now, I mean, you're looking at the bench. This bench, I'm just excited about the bench. And also, um, we talked about Hakeem Hart. We talked about we talk about Joy Longino and housing the guys that y'all know um will be those guys. I think Hart would be a six starter. Longino and Housing to get their time, but it's not their time to get more than Hart. Then you got Archie Diakono, who y'all don't want to give the credit to, is a 38% shooter from three. You have four guys. Archie Diakono has Olympic experience and tournament experience, including Final Four. You're talking about an important player on that team. Hakeem Hart is a vet, a veteran. All right. Then you got Longino and Housing, two young guys. Longino has experience. Now you got Housing, which is a sophomore, very talented, probably the most talented out there, whole group. I'm going to give Hart. And then you got Longino. And Housing is just as talented as, as Longino, man. Like, you know, he's an underrated passer, good shooter. This is really a good bench to look at. And Archie Diakono is, is a good, I mean, you got a, two vets and Archie Diakono and Hart that can help Longino and Housing get over any anything they're going through mentally. Anything, you know, he's going to keep everybody tough. Hart and Archie Diakono are good players that's going to keep this team tough mentally in the locker room. That's what you need. This team, that's what makes this team a little complete because you have vets and young players. And now let's go to the two guys that nobody, Nanjoku. I remember, oh, God, if they get this guy, because right now, Villanova's trying to recruit Adrian Deangu, who played at Washington State, same place as TJ Bomber, was a four-star recruit to Washington State in 2022. He's also a four-star transfer, seven-foot. That's interesting that Villanova's going after him, but I don't think he'll come in and get no time. That's not going to happen. He'll get red-shirted, I think. I think that's his biggest thing, to get red-shirted. You let him develop, let him be around Nova uh, as soon as he leaves. I mean, he's a 2022 recruit, recruit so when the Joku starts, you have another backup center. It, it's like having another recruit for the 2023 class a little bit. You know, you bring him in, you have a center that was a full—I mean, listen— Ashley Howard ain't no joke. <laughs> like, now you got Dwayne Anderson, Mike Nardi. I mean, these guys are good. And then Neptune. Adrian Diangu. Now, so let's talk about Njoku. Njoku, I mean, every time he's in there, he shows energy. He shows y'all enough to let you know that this guy can play. He can block shots. He can move up and down the court with ease like... He's going to be a guy, when they put him in there, he's a good guy to put in there if you want to give Dix, uh, um, wear some rest. 
he's also a better scorer. If you look at the both his recruits, uh, he's a better scorer, a better shooter than Njoku was shooting three pointers. You know, it wasn't at a high clip, a lot of them, but it was a shot he hit three pointers. So he can hit that mid range jumper. He's more, he's athletic. You got two athletic centers now. You can put him in a, just a garbage time. I don't know how much Njoku's going to, but Njoku's going to get some time to impact. He's going to get time to impact. He's going to get time to show who he is uh, this year. Um, he'll get his times, but Lance Ware is going to make it happen. Now, backing up, um, Dixon, you know, let Dixon get some rest. Trey Patterson is a junior, ladies and gentlemen, who came in early. This man has been on the Final Four team. He has all the experience needed. He just only got certain minutes. And it was only, you know, that's how Jay Wright does it. But if Jay Wright was back, if Jay Wright was back, if Jay Wright was back, bro, Jay Wright was back, man. If Jay Wright was back, it would be different. Antoine would have stayed. Uh, a lot of guys would have got different time. Trey Patterson would have got it. That's all it was. Now, now you know, uh, I, I talk I talk with Coach. Talk with one of the coaches. Talking about, listen, I had to go in. Once again, I'm going to say it again. They're going to give Trey Pattinson an important role. They're going to give him time. My thing is, how can you evaluate the time he got and say he's not going to be good? It's like, that's crazy. That's unbelievably crazy. It's like, um, it's like a kid sitting on the bench and never getting no time and not even getting in the game. And you say, oh, he's not going to be good. He didn't even get in the game. He's just, what are we talking about? He had all this hype. He was heavily pursued. And now he's sitting on the bench. The kid's sitting on the bench. Oh, and somebody asks you, well, how did he do? Well, I don't think he's going to be good. He'll sit on the bench. Y'all don't hold up. He ain't, his turn ain't now. It's not, it's not time for him. It's not time for this kid to play. It's not time for him to play yet. Then he gets in there and does something. He's like, oh, why didn't we? You said it because he didn't get in the game. He ain't in the game yet. So you're already judging him as that he ain't going to be good because he ain't got in the game yet. <laughs> then he get in the game and do something in the same game. And yeah, it's crazy. I just think the judgment is retarded. Trey Patterson was at one time a five-star. You know, he went down to a high, high rank force. He was real close to a five-star. This guy can six, eight. I mean, he's the... Villanova, as soon as he starts to impact, Villanova's going to love him. I think he'll be the starting power forward next year. No question. I think now they know what they got. Howard has to evaluate his talent. And he did it. I'm Now with Trey Patterson, will be the backup power forward next to Dixon. Njoku will be the backup center. And this is the part that I want people to realize. Villanova, I, I named four people that were impact. Off the bench. But what you now understand is that Njoku and Patterson are both juniors. High-ranked recruits. The part about this conversation that says they can't be 11 deep. Why can't they be 11 deep? I just want, because Villanova fans are already, the reason why I had to stop and do this slow, because they're already iffy on just two, seven deep. They're iffy on six deep. 
they're not, I mean, people are not even looking. They're not giving housing his credit. They're not giving LeJean Gino his credit. They 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 downplay who Chris Archdiacono is as a valuable player, no doubt. They had seven deep players, and they had one player off the bench, and Archdiacono was the, the next player. It'd still be good. Still be a good team. But this team, all of a sudden now, through transfer portal and through the third, the three-star pick, who, like I said, Jordan Dumont was three-star for everybody except for 247, us, you know, at 247. Rising, rising prospect, just like housing was a rising prospect. Okay, now that's the 12th guy. That's the 12th guy. I don't think he's, I don't, I don't see him getting any time. Just don't see it. Longino's a junior. Longino will get the three. Longino or Harder get the wing position, you know, the, the guard to the uh, small forward position. Harder gets some power forward time, too. But Patterson is 6'8, 6'9. You would be crazy to think they're going to leave a junior who is recruited. This is just simple basketball mad man that's this guy's terrible and that's why i made my call patterson and njoku are highly listen highly favored by the coaching staff one guy like you think they're gonna say do i think they're going to say yes yes what is wrong with you Of course, they're not going to say, oh, he's garbage. He's not going to play. The first thing the coach, I've been through, these, like, that's how you know none of these followers talk to any coaches, don't talk any basketball. Now, I'm, I ain't even talking about, I'm talking about the followers that talk that crap. I'm not, just listen to me here. Like, followers that know basketball don't even have to be told. Of course, they're not going to talk to coaches and stuff as much as I do. But they're going to know basketball. And for them to say they're not paying attention enough, that a coach is not going to let you know, the first thing they're going to say is, oh, we'll see, we'll see what happens. And that's the first thing that's going to say, we'll see what happens. He has to fight for it. And no, that's not what they said. <laughs> it's not, not, no. Like, what is wrong with you people? To be right, you'll say anything instead of thinking first. Those people, anyway. Um, Let's uh, a little bit of recruiting just to go by before we get back on. Um, I have to say something. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm gonna say let me end. Uh, Patterson and Njoku, they're gonna be contributors. Uh, six ten, six two, six nine guys, six nine, two sixty, six eight, two thirty five. This team does have eleven deep tendency. They do. Patterson and Njoku are juniors. They're gonna play next to each other. You're going to see, and then one guy told me, one one Twitter follower I saw put something about Dumont. I just said, Dumont, that's not how Villanova rolls. For one, if they needed him, yeah, he would get time. They needed those three freshmen last year. He needed to have an identity. Neptune has his identity. He has his vision now. He's not going to rush a freshman in there when you have three guys that can take his position. Four guys. You got Hart and Patterson who can play the four. You got Hart and Bamba who can play the, the three. There's not no way that he's going to force a small forward to play the four when you have a guy there. Or how about force him to get more minutes than Patterson? Unless Patterson 
right now, because right now, as you know, I mean, listen, he's in high, he's in coach's high favor. Everybody knows that now. They they know where he's gonna go. If he goes in and just starts playing bad in practice, all of a sudden, they, there we go. Then you'll get that report. <laughs> you'll get that. But Patterson's always looked good in practice. He did what all the coaches have always told him to do. He's gonna get his time. So everybody, if you're mad, go ahead and go to the bathroom and cry. Um. But this is what it is, and, and and the confirmation has been done. Everybody has to get off that. Patterson's going to be a contributor next year. That is ironically ten deep. Then you got Njoku, who I think probably gets he'll get some time. Now, how much time Njoku and Patterson to get? That's different. But to be involved in the, in the, in the, uh, in the offense, that's different. That they'll be more involved in the offense when you put them in defensive plays. Uh, I think on the four position, that's going to be something to look at. I think Patterson gets more time even than the Joku because they're going to, you know, they got to sit Dixon. Um, Hakeem Hart can get that position. If you look at it on a serious perspective, Hakeem Hart and Jordan Longino, three and four position. But you also got Patterson who can play the five with his size and length. You can put in situations like that where he can rebound real good and pass the ball, and you can put Patterson. Patterson's a good passer. He's a good passer. You put him in there with shooters like Hakeem Hart and um, Longino at the three and the four spot, and then you put like, Justin Moore and Bamba. How about you do a uh, – well, that's done. That's a good team. Like it, It's a lot of different situations they can do that. So I think Patterson will get a lot of time between four and five next year. No question. I think he'll be that guy to get pushed. Then the Joku's highly favored too. So he's going to get some five time where you can put in what? A Hakeem Hart, a TJ Bomber, um, a Justin Moore, a Mark Armstrong, and put all those guys in. We're like, this is a good, yes, 11 deep. And I'm going to scratch the surface with 11 deep. You got to give, Dumont's not going to get that time for them to be 12, but they're 11 deep and people they can put in there. They One thing is uh, for certain, they're going to need another size guy. Hakeem Hart can cover the four if they don't have a Patterson, which, which he will play it if, when he doesn't play it. But who's going to give where time to sit? It's going to be Dixon. It's going to be Patterson. Um, and Njoku. They're going to have so many different players that's going to get time. It's not like the one thing about Njoku and Patterson, they're juniors. They're not freshmen. They're not even soft. They have time. They have lumps in this game. They, they, their, their situation is big. Njoku, everybody was like he was going to transfer. Unbelievably crazy. No, he didn't transfer. Found that out because I thought it was something I didn't know. Went to the coaches. No. Then I went to uh, about Patterson. No, Patterson's not going anywhere. Patterson's going to be involved this year. Yes. I always go find out stuff for the Villanova fans. So now, um, recruiting. Now this is this is big. I'm gonna put this out on Twitter. A lot, a lot of my podcasts I put out there to um, explain it. The, the recruiting is big in the way I did say, like Caleb Williams, Jaden Glover, Jaleel Bethia, and Christian Bliss. Now, there is some wild cards, and this this is what makes the recruiting so good because Villanova's high on a lot of the targets list. Sir Muhammad is another guy to look at. They have been recruiting him, talking about guys who could first recruit out of nowhere. He's one of them. He could, he could end up recruiting to Villanova. That is a guy I could see re- going to Villanova. Then you got 
Another guy, Marcus Allen. Watch out. They're heavily recruiting Marcus Allen. Heavily watching what's going on, Marcus. He continues to rise in recruiting rankings. They are heavily recruiting Marcus Allen. You know, they stay in contact with him. Um, VJ Edgecombe, another guy. They're starting to keep lots of, really keeping in contact with Edgecombe. Um, Amad Noel, no. Uh, he's not a guy that um, right now is getting that type of um, that type of look. Uh, Quinn Packer, a forward, six nine, three star forward, Asian descent. Um, haven't heard much about him either. I don't see nothing on the circuit about him. But Bryson Tucker, nah, I don't see them going after him right now. They're, they're too busy on other guys. The one guy that they're after, though, is Bright, is um, Boogie Flan. They're heavily pursuing Boogie Flan. So let's go to Boogie Flan, Sir Muhammad, and VJ Edgecombe. Then you got Isaiah Abraham, another guy that uh, they're recruiting. I talked to him, and he said Villanova's definitely recruiting them. So let's keep this a little uh, – let's, let's go back here on this, this recruiting, like, as much as you look at Christian Bliss, Christian Bliss could be a Nova Wildcat. They're recruiting them hard. They stay in contact. Jaden Glover, they all came to visit along with Brady Dunlap. Khalid Williams is another guy. Those are three guys. But looking at Jaleel Bathia, now Jaleel Bathia, I talked to him personally too, and he said that Villanova is still recruiting them. Still keeping in heavy contact. That's another guy I talked to besides Abraham. I talked to Marcus Allen. He's supposed to be doing a visit soon. Um, but going on the recruiting trail, they're, they're heavily keeping in contact with him. So let's just, just talk about this. Could be a big class. Yes, it could be a big class. But the guys you, you're looking at, if Villanova could get, this just puts Sir Muhammad, VJ Edgecombe, and Marcus Allen up there real quick as to, whoa, and Boogie Flan. Those are four names. You got Isaiah Abraham too, but I don't man, they never get a Paul Fourth guy like that. It seems like they never get those guys after Slater. You know, uh Darren Harris is not with him. Uh they got Garrett Sundra, another guy. Now that's another guy I gotta put him. Garrett Sundra's gonna take a visit. He's, he told me he's gonna take a visit, um, go to VU Sports. Unless Villanova, you know, guys don't take they 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 wanna take visits and like Naheem McLeod. Once Villanova goes elsewhere. You know, you, they feel like they found a guy that's high in ranking. Naheem McLeod, once they saw that um, Grant Nelson and Isaiah Miranda are out there, they went after him and focused on those two guys more, two highly rated more guys. Naheem McLeod wanted to hurry up and get to a team. He didn't want to wait, and that's what happened. Now, if you look at the same thing with um, this notion, like Neptune's is doing what Villanova always did, keep people in tow in case somebody else don't commit. Who's going to commit first? To me, I think it's Khalid Williams. I think out of all the recruits, it's going to be Khalid. I think, I mean, just, just look at the recruiting. What's went down? Khalid already took his official. I think if anybody's going to commit first, it'll be Khalid Williams. Uh, Jaleel Bethia is so many other schools in tow, but the Archbishop would... Um, that that's a good thing to have that connection. Um, haven't heard nothing from Daquan Davis on his his whole thing. He has a, a four top four years, including Villanova. 
We know that part. But um, that's the one guy I feel like would be first. Now, Bethia, I don't think he'll be the – now, if you're looking at the way recruiting going now, I got to go down on if I think he'll be the second guy. Uh, Christian Bliss is a guy to think about. Him, Christian Bliss, and right now, momentum and where things are going, Christian Bliss and Caleb Williams are the two. Glover's another one. You just got to wait and fall back a little bit. He said uh, Villanova's still contacting him. I, I'll get more um, talk with him. Hopefully talk with him more just to keep up and see what, how things are going. Um, but now if, if you want me to like kind of clip it, it's Christian Bliss, Caleb Williams, right? I still think Jaden Glover is there. But Sir Muhammad, Ugh, that that's a guy. I don't. Sir Muhammad is the one guy. I think that that is the the group. And if you want me to say a another guy, guy Marcus Allen is a guy to watch out for. VJ Edgecombe is a guy. Like I just, it's crazy to look at these. Cause you look at Bliss, but if Edgecombe commits first, I think it's a race. It's a real big race, and I'm explaining it on Twitter. It's a race. It's not like. It's a lot of guys that will that, that that are high and committing to Villanova right now. It's a it's not even like it was when Zayden High and uh, El Marco Jackson last year, when Deshaun Harris Smith, because Deshaun Harris Smith was heavy on Villanova. Uh, El Marco Jackson liked Villanova, but it wasn't like this. It wasn't like this, and it wasn't enough time to keep recruiting them. They had to recruit at such. If, if they had to keep. Um, if they had to get on him early, it would have been different. But they didn't get on him early. They didn't even get on uh, Zayden High early. It was all late. It's all late. When you get on recruiting, it has to be like a year before. It has to be like, you know, you have to be like a year before. You got you to gotta recruit them for a whole year, like in two years even. It's the best. The longer you recruit them, the better. The earlier you give the offer, the better. When, when, when Wright gave the offer to Scotty Lewis and Brian Antoine, it was hella early. Super, they didn't even got their stars yet, but people still thought they was going to be, you know, Jalen Green got his stuff early, but he didn't end up recruiting him, you know, right, the guy got too big, but um, this is different. That's what makes Neptune different. Def- Neptune don't care if you want to be a one and done. You don't care if you're good. Come join us. That's who he is. So I really believe this team alone, like this, this, this recruiting is going to be fun. Um, in twenty twenty five, here they go. They, st- they keep doing it. Um, we'll rally. Wow, man, just keep on, keep on going at trying to see what this twenty twenty five going to do. You know, six, uh, seven, six, nine guard. I'm hearing different sizes. Uh, 2025 class, that's Dante Allen, that's Will Riley, that's that's Isaiah Hardwell. Here comes Neptune. This had Neptune and, and Neptune and and Howard are double whammy and, and recruiting, man. Y'all don't understand what's about to happen. Howard's about to have fun like he used to because now – you know how hard it was, them guys, one being there for them, trying to recruit players to for them, and then you being at LaSalle trying to recruit players to set The guys they brought to for them in LaSalle, just look at the recruits. Look at where they were out of high school. Like, seriously, like, the guys they brought 
They bring talent. You know, LaSalle, uh, it was hard for Howard. You know, you got to you bring guys in. You got to get them acquainted. LaSalle was a team. You got to get winning. You know, you he was he was right there. He was right there. Howard was right there. For them to let him go, that was, was, was crazy. Like, he was right there at improving, like, kept on bringing more and more talent, made people want to come to LaSalle. It's a different, it's a different staff now. But now that comes back to Villanova, and what you can do, what you can do, Now, with a team, you know, now you can bring – when you go as a recruiter, you got to have something for them to come to. Now you can you can advertise Villanova, 17 and 17 or not. The culture, playing in the Big East enough is making the team. So now who we who we come to play for? Is, is it Butler? Is it Cra- – Villanova is the number one school. I don't care. UConn can only flex because they won the national championship. They've won a couple of them. They're, they're a good program. UConn is a good program, but they're not Villanova. They're still not Villanova. Villanova has just dominated the culture of the Big East. So when you talk Villanova, then you come into campus, a beautiful campus, until he has to have three losing seasons in a row to take a momentum like that away. That's like Kentucky or Kansas. They have a second losing season. So they have a second 17 to 17 season. You're still bringing in players. You're still able to bring players in. It might, moment it might go down a little bit, but you're still Villanova. You're, they still know you have a rebuild going on. People want to be a part of it. The third year you're losing, that's when people is like, I don't know. I don't know, man. You just can't make it happen. We're talking about improvement, you know? So everybody know Neptune is that guy. They know what he did at Fordham. They know who he is as a player. People like his personality. People like Coach Howard. Uh, people like Anderson and Nardi. It's crazy how this team is going to become a good team. And then recruiting, it's getting exciting. Because you now it's Cooper Flag, it's Malik Thomas, it's Isaiah Hardwell, it's Dante Allen, it's Will Rowley. What a list to have. And, and once again, 2024 is an impressive list. That saw some guys go up. Jaden Glover, Christian Bliss will continue to go up. Jaleel Bethia continue to go up. Guys that Villanova offered when they were at their down points. Now ESPN has a lot of these guys in the top 100. Bliss, uh, Glover, Edgecombe, Allen. These guys are in ESPN 100. It's just a real good, you know, the exciting part is to see what's going to happen with Villanova. What is going to happen? What type of roster is going to assemble? That's what I'm talking about. What type of players are they going to get? This 2024 class is interesting because now what you do is you go through the first year, you go ahead and get your feet wet and get, get your name known, you know, start seeing players, evaluating players, getting the best out of whatever you got. Now you're in the second year and you get a better roster. You have a better experienced roster, right? Now, and, and on top of that, your 2024 class, you became active in the transfer portal, which will make other players next year's transfer portal want to come. And your recruitment for 2024 has has grown from 2023. You had a, you was on the list of a lot of top schools. Villanova still was on the list of a lot of top schools. And now they're on the list of a lot more. This is going to be something. This is going to be something. Um, especially to see how they recruit Cooper Flag, 
So listen, man, I'm out of here, y'all. About to get out of here. Giving y'all a little bit more. Uh, I base this off like Longino and Housing. I'm really excited about those two guys next year off the bench. And I know how you know Hart or Bamba would make make a presence on the bench. No, it's not going to be Armstrong. Stop being stupid. Um, Hart Hart or Bamba will be on the bench, and it just would be good to have a vet that will go get it. And then you, excuse me, Longino and Housing are going to be hard to guard. Because now you can put them in with lineups. It's going to be a lot of different good lineups. So I'm out of here, y'all. Follow Leader. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Facebook. I'm out. Follow Leader. Some have a last in it. Some have a last in it. Talking to you. Now it's a bit of hot boy. Hell of an all. Hell of an all. Rock him with a man called.